cliffcentral.com. That's the lead. When you hear that jungle music, come on, you know it's no borders. Every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m., your, what, what does Kamu say? Your, what, what does he say? Says your afternoon, lunch, something, something. He's got a little tag phrase that he does with it. Unfortunately, Kamu's not around today. Um, he's involved in some extracurricular activities that I can't mention. As usual, you can't say anything about what Kamu's doing. You know what I mean, it could be criminal. Plus, you know, with everything that's going on in Pretoria, Herman Mashaba, thank you very much for promoting uh, xenophobia in the country. It's hard. We don't get around anymore. Like, I left the house. I walked here because I can't get on no public transport. The minute you don't sound like you're from South Africa, you're in trouble. It's crazy what's going on. It's unfortunate. No Borders is a show that's dedicated to building, you know, Actually not, not dedicated to building But to breaking down the barriers The artificial barriers that are You know that were implemented by the West You know in Africa It was 1873 actually Like so I'm going to take you through A little history lesson Palisa Show you I'm educated like that I'm giving myself away You know it's a typical Zimbabwean thing to do right So in 1873 uh, A big part of Europe sat down in Germany And decided well there's this place called Africa I think they probably named it Africa I think we need to change the name of our own continent Because they probably named it Africa right And they sat down and they demarcated and shared the pie. Like, okay, we're going to take this part. We're going to take those people. Imagine, like, they actually shared us. So all the borders, and, and that's why we came up with the concept of no borders, for those of you who are a bit confused, is to build dialogue and conversations amongst Africans. Most of the issues that we experience on the continent are shared, but we don't share in trying to solve those issues. I mean, which is, so consider no borders like the EU of, um, of Africa, because the AU ain't doing nothing. But anyway, it's sad what's going on. I saw a video clip of um, a Nigerian individual being whipped and kicked um, in Pretoria. And I mean, I think it's in as much as, you know, I agree with, with friends when they speak about how there are a lot of undocumented um, undocumented um, foreigners within the country, illegal uh, people who are here illegally. And a lot of them are involved in illegal, you know, uh, activities. But I don't think it's it's for justice to be you know to be handed down by by individuals. You know what I mean? I, it should be a state-run thing. It shouldn't you know the people who are in charge of those issues should be taking care of it. And Herman Mashaba, the way he said it, especially saying it to the public, was inappropriate for a leader and you know for a politician. Um, and it's funny because the whole of social media, right? Every African right now is talking about, oh my God, Trump is deporting people. Trump is deporting people. You know, so you're like, no, Trump don't deport people, but in South Africa, like, no, 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 yeah, let's deport them. <laughs> like, I mean, it's crazy. It's it's actually very ironic. Um, but yeah, I'm also one of those. Uh, fortunately, I'm legal. Mm, hashtag. Uh, but I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm also fornicating, and it, it affects me. Even though I've got some very open-minded friends, I've got a lot of South African friends, and it's some. It, it becomes very weird because the conversations come up, and they're talking about a Zimbabwean who did this, this to them, and then I'm just kind of sitting there like, okay. But anyway, I denounced my Zimbabwean citizenship. I'm now from Morocco. I think I'm one of the only Moroccans in in South Africa. Uh, so we've got a very special guest on the show. As usual, we always have special guests. If you're on the show, you're definitely special. Uh, Nompumilelo, do you want to rock the, oh. the headphones? Mm -hmm. You're looking lovely. I love, I love the African print. Thank you. That's not South African, though. Where'd you get it? Well, I'm African. It's, hey, you see, thank you. Thing, nice, nice comeback, homie. <laughs> nice comeback, because I was going to take you there. <laughs> nice comeback. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I was, I was, I was kind of worried, because... Kamu didn't make it And then my guests weren't around I'm like oh, This is gonna be tricky I can only do a monologue For so long I, I love I love talking Talking is like I, I get paid to talk actually But but I can't do it by myself Like I'm not a monologue person I, I couldn't have been in What's that movie? 
I am legend Will Smith Where it's just by himself Talking to the dog hey. Or or Mars Martian Matt Damon Like I don't know how he did that Like a whole movie And you're just talking to yourself That's crazy Anyway Nompomelelo You are um, Correct me if I'm wrong You got a big title How do you even introduce yourself? Oh good lord It's not really big It's not <laughs> I'm just a program coordinator I'm from the Gordon Institute Of Business Science There we go You see yeah. <laughs> Gordon Institute She's a program coordinator For the Center of Leadership And, and Dialogue And Dialogue mm. At the Gordon Institute Of Business Studies That's a very long title <laughs> I think it's long You just need to like Cut it down like, <laughs> Nompomelelo yeah. Um, yeah I actually I did my postgrad At, at Gibbs uh, The B.A. Meyer course Oh okay, nice the, the Bloomberg course and I'm one of the facilitators at Soy. And so I saw, I saw. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's tomorrow. You're part of the family. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna make it tonight. It's a hectic <laughs> schedule. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful initiative. But that's what we're here to talk about. Yes. So we're here to talk about um, a program at um, the Gordon Institute of Business Science, which we're just gonna call Gibbs from now on. And Nompumalele is here to tell us you're one of the founding. You started it off like sort of like you were there in the inception of soy. Um, I wasn't at the inception, um, but I've worked on the program for a number of years now. Um, so I have a bit of a background in terms of what the program is about and how it started. It was actually started by Professor Nick Benedel, the founding dean of Gibbs. Oh wow! Okay. Um, as well as uh, the former um, Reserve Bank. Um, Oh, the head Gov- of your reserve bank, Gov- yeah, governor, okay. uh, Miss Jill Marcus, and, and so they had this whole thing of we can't, as a business, thrive while the community around us isn't really, yeah, you know, yeah, corporate social responsibility, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so the Center for Leadership and Dialogue is really centered around that. It's centered about, it's centered on actually creating a holistic view in terms of how business engages with civil yes, society, exactly. with with business and government. And so the center really does work to bring all of that together. I just got goosebumps. I love that. I love that. Yeah, because um, I was actually surprised that Gibbs does anything of that nature. Because Gibbs is, first of all, it's the best business school in Africa currently, right? Of course. Of course yeah. We rock. <laughs> I, I had to throw that in there. I had to throw that in there. Um, and it, it is very... I'm sorry to say, but it does come across like I don't even say it that much anymore because it does come across as elitist. Like I mean, the University of Pretoria, then you guys are based in Santin, you know what I mean? Like, mm. but I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, yeah. it, until you actually get there, yeah. you don't realize that there's actually a whole lot that you guys are doing for the community. Yeah. What was the actual, um, like the founding premise of soy. Of soy. Yeah. And, and what is soy? Yeah. So maybe to take you a little bit back, it's, it's actually not a, a CSI initiative as, as per se. Mm-hmm. When we, we speak about the Center for Leadership and Dialogue, it's the third pillar of the school. Um, we know, you know that we are an academic institution. Yeah. And so yeah. we, our, our flagship program is the MBA. Um, but there's other pillars of the school and, and the Center for Leadership and Dialogue really it's it's about bringing that different stakeholders and you spoke about dialogue mm-hmm. earlier yes um we need to engage we need to break down the borders and mm-hmm. create platforms where people yeah. can engage and so when spirit of youth was formulated it was really to to do that specifically that with a younger generation exactly imagine i think some of what you alluded to earlier if people are fighting about a certain thing right now if we were younger and had an opportunity to actually be in a, a perhaps safe space mm-hmm. to discuss differences, I think that could actually make this place exactly. a much richer exactly. space. Exactly. And so the Spirit of Youth program, really, we bring a number of diverse young people from different spectrums of South Africa, socioeconomic, mm-hmm. geographically, ethnicity, you name it, they're all there. We've, we even had a Jewish um, school last year, oh, wow. which okay. was rare because you know that uh, the Saturday is actually like a Sabbath. And so, yes, yes, exactly. Um, so it would be very hard for them to attend. Yeah, yeah. but that was, and, and that's what we want. We want a melting pot of diversity because really when we engage with diversity, 
adversity, we actually see how similar we are and we start appreciating the nuances of every, you know, every differences which we think we have. It's not really yes. much difference, mm-hmm. but a lot of similarity. So it's for the young people to actually just be given a platform to voice um, and articulate their vision of what South Africa should be and tackle some of those critical issues mm-hmm. that are taking place in South Africa and affecting them. Um, and so they get to engage as peers, but they also get to, in some level, engage with policymakers. Um, and so that's that's why the Spirit of Youth program... I mean, I, yeah. I, I love it because... And it's so in line. I mean, I remember talking to um, to William and... Um, JD. And, yeah, and JD. Um, <laughs> And I think one of the biggest issues was, especially with No Borders, is what we're trying to say is that, yes, we do have our individual differences, like anyone else. Yeah. But as opposed to the West, I mean, I had one of my professors back in college who said, the West believes in tolerance. Mm. Tolerance means I really can't stand you, but I'm going to pretend to stand you because that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Then in Africa, we have something totally different, which is solidarity. Mm. Our differences are what actually bring us together. Yeah. Meaning that, and, and we always give the simple example, you guys um, farm maize, right? And we're cattle herders. So let's exchange. Y'all need meat. We know we'll give you the meat and in exchange, you give us the grain. Yeah. And that's how Africans, you know, need to relate to each other. Our differences and the shared, you know, sharing those differences, saying, mm-hmm. okay, I've got something to offer you. You've got something to offer to me. Let's put it all together. Um, how many years has soy been running? So 12 years. Uh, it was, wow. in, so, yeah, like 2005 it started. And yeah, and this is our 12th year, if my maths is correct. So yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. It's, yeah. Um, and. I noticed that MTN is one of your sponsors this year. Yeah, it is. So the, the the other corporate individuals have also bought into the whole idea. Well, in in the or past couple not? of years, um, which is a big thing, and I think. Um, and maybe maybe this is my moment to mm-hmm. sell this and actually get other companies to sponsor mm-hmm. us and perhaps say thank you to MTN because they've actually held it down for three years wow. and actually sponsored everything. And, and if you know, most of the delegates who actually come on the program, some of them don't really would never have had this experience, you know, to mm-hmm. be in an institution of high exactly. learning and actually get a spectrum into another sphere of yes. life. Yes. And so it really opens a big, big opportunity for young people in that respect. And so thank you for people like MTN who've actually sponsored the program for the last past three years we've had also on board uh, Old Mutual mm-hmm. and um, the Houting Development Trust in, in the last p- couple of years uh, past few years as well as Derevco in Durban because we also had Spirit of Youth in Durban and in, Cape mm. Ta- and, and in Cape Town but we had to actually shut it down because of no funding exactly. so it's yeah. fully fully funded uh, and so maybe this is also a drive to say if other big corporates out there can sponsor this program it's not just sponsoring it's not a CSI thing, but if you think about this, is to do with building South Africa, exactly. building yes. active citizenry, exactly. um, and actually getting young people to engage in issues much earlier on. Um, you know, and you were speaking to what's actually happening in our country right now, mm-hmm. which is very, very sad. Mm-hmm. And I think through this platform, the young people actually get to to see the other, and it's really about dialogue. It's not about me being right and you being wrong. Exactly. Yeah, it's man, about yeah. different perspectives and how I can appreciate and see your side exactly. in a different lens. In a different lens, yeah. In a so different it, lens. And okay, so I understand you're doing it for that purpose. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know. Um and so it's it's for me I think 
and I'm proud to be associated with Gibbs with an institution that's so forward thinking and progressive in terms of saying how can we actually invest in young people mm-hmm. um, to actually have these we live in a very diverse melting pot here in mm-hmm. South Africa anyway and so it's sort of like a, mat- <laughs> a cosm of what's actually <laughs> happening in South Africa when we yeah. bring these young people together how have you seen it so far like you I mean especially the time that you were then directly involved how yeah. have you seen um, the different um, cultures and uh, you know socioeconomic groups coming together yeah I'm actually kind of I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit afraid I'm a bit afraid I'm like okay how am I going to deal with this and sometimes you know naturally especially you know with my background both in political science and and, and from radio mm. I adapt to who I'm speaking to yes. So you know if, yes. if I'm at the JSC I'm going to speak In a certain way And if I'm in a show way You know <laughs> I'll be bobbing my head And saying Can't love I will I say you're a chameleon You just flow with it right. eh? No but I mean you, know, you, you have to You have to yeah. speak to people And, so, and, I, and I don't mean uh, In terms of content Yeah But I mean the way That I speak And then yes. you're, you're kind of wondering Okay but this is one big group mm. How do you speak to All of them In a way that's, I mean, so I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to find out from you. How mm-hmm. have you seen it over the years? You know, bringing so many different, and, and not, in, and not in terms of principle or theory. Yeah. But in theory on paper, it looks beautiful. Like, oh my God, you guys are doing a great thing. But when you actually experience it and see it yeah. in real life, how does it, how does it come across? First of all, I'm so excited for you that you're going to be <laughs> part of this life changing process. And so maybe you'll even speak more about it after you've actually delved into it and, and actually worked with it. I actually people. want some of the students on the show at one point in time. Which but yeah. is, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy we have yeah. this platform yeah. so you can even, you know, see the impact yourself. But I think what's beautiful is we create a platform where where we, we say to the young people, it's not about where you're from, but here it's, it's about leadership and, and, and personal mastery. Mm-hmm. And so we cut away a lot of the frills and say, it's about you being a leader, whether you are from Soweto, whether you are from mm-hmm. Orange Farm, that's mm-hmm. not the point. The point is you have a voice within you and there's something about you that we just want to get out. And it's not a, an approach where we're pouring in. We actually feel that the young people actually have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. They, they have a lot of ideas. They, they are beam with light, they are beaming with so many solutions. They want to engage. They're interested in South Africa. Um, I mean, we did a, a survey, um, as you would know, as part of the Spirit of Youth program. We also run a career expo. Um, I mean, there's so many expos in Johannesburg, but I think what stands out with our one, we also invite speakers to come and actually engage people who are actually yeah, in a certain yeah. profession to actually mm. give an account. How has it been a DJ? How has it been exactly. an actuary? Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. How has it been a mar- marine biologist and so yeah. on? And so the young people, and we do a survey and we use that space because it's about 2,300 young people in one space. Wow. It's a good space to actually tap into what's happening into the minds exactly. of youth. Exactly. And so a lot of what we so what young people said was, we're interested in this country. We're interested in the politics because we know that it's actually going to affect our future mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. So they're invested in that. And typically people would say these are the lost generation. They just, they don't care about the what millennials. Yeah, you know what I mean? Millennials, and yeah. so it, it was fascinating for me to hear young people saying, look, I'm invested in actually making South Africa the place to be. Uh, we've got a beautiful country, no doubt, with, uh, with and without its challenges. And so how can I, as a young people in the sphere of influence that I'm in, actually address these challenges? And so I think when we minus all of that of background and, and where you come from and say you are a leader, immediately the kids rise up yeah, to say, yeah. actually, well, it's, it's, it's in within them. Yeah, you and, know, and one of the one of the major issues I've had. I mean, I come from a family where we were always. Um, we are always encouraged to voice our thoughts. Yes. And I have noticed that not just in South Africa, but Africa as a continent, 
children aren't really, you know, there's that cultural, traditional, you know, thing that don't talk too much. Now, I've, I've actually got friends who are like, you talk too much, but that's the way I was. Like, at home, they're like, hey, say what you want to say. So that when you're wrong, or if you have certain things that are maybe misguided, people mm. then can tap into your thoughts. Yes. And unfortunately, we grow up with that. And I actually heard when we were doing our, our orientation. Yes. That, yeah, there are a lot of students who will be quiet for a very long time because they're not used to speaking. Absolutely. And it's very important to start getting these people to, you know, to voice their thoughts because mm. all the solutions that we're looking for in Africa are within them. And, yeah. and even the problems that are within Africa are within them. So if we don't find out what the problems are, how do we find out what the solutions are? Absolutely. And it is unfortunate that we do not speak as, as Africans. Mm. We don't complain. That's another thing, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then, but then. <laughs> And, and, and it's, 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 it starts at home, but then it's also programs like this that, you know, assist these, give them the confidence. I think that's the word I was looking for. Give them the confidence. Say, no, I, I mean, I can actually speak. Yeah. And then after two or three sessions, they're like, no, but people actually listen to me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm being commended for what I'm saying. I didn't even have an idea with those. And it's not, like you said, it's not about right or wrong. Yes. It's about what is your opinion? What yeah. do you have to add to the table as opposed mm. to not adding anything? And I think all. because also uh, you have that diversity. So you'd have a, a kid who's from maybe St. David's or. Mm-hmm. Kingsmead, high end to, you know, and when, and so the kids like look at each other. And of course, the first day is usually like, stay in your place, look good, da 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 da. Yeah. And yeah, like you're saying, yeah. it, it just, it looks good on paper. Like mm-hmm. we've all, we've got this melting pot of kids, a myriad yeah. of different, um, scenarios here. But then they leverage off each other. So, yes. you know, the kids will speak more, learn through this dialogue process. Maybe I need to say less and give other people uh, uh, a chance. Yes, that's me. That's uh, me. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it becomes a, an exchange. And the, mm-hmm. and the ones who are a bit silent and sitting in their corner, like, wait a minute, uh, maybe I do, I actually have something. something to so, say, yeah. You know, and maybe they emulate, okay, okay, this one is saying something. Uh, you know, and it yeah. just no perfect. I mean, you're very right, and not and not just for the for the student, the, for the facilitators. Yeah, like I mean, on our second day, I was quiet the whole day because I realized I, I talk. <laughs> you know, and when you talk so much, you tend to then impose your views absolutely on other people. Mm-hmm. And then I realized maybe you know, let me take a step back and listen. And I'm that's what I'm really looking forward to to actually listening to a lot of these kids and finding out because I mean, we do tend to just force things upon mm-hmm. upon younger generations. And and what I want to do is actually listen to them and find out, hey. Are they really millennials? Are they as lost as everyone, you know, thinks they are? Yes. Um, and it's, there are other things. Like I've had issues with friends where, I mean, it's 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 a very common issue. I mean, people just don't say it. Mm. But I'm going to say, like, you know, the, the issue of accents. Yeah, bro. You yeah, know, bro. like, ah, no, why do you speak like that? Like, you know, <laughs> in, in South Africa, there's actually a name for it. You speak like a Model C. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? And then, you know, <laughs> and you will find, I mean, I was talking about, and I love um, Julius Malema when he speaks. Mm. There's that authenticity to his voice You know like You really you are, you are drawn to listening You know And you can tell You know the grammatical errors Here and there But it doesn't matter Because the, the message Is being conveyed mm. uh, And he recently said We played a clip of When he spoke about Zanupiev and Bob In Zimbabwe And no one has been More articulate About the situation In Zim than he has mm. To say you know what Uncle Bob Your legacy in terms of land redistribution is one that we totally mm. support as Africans. Yes. But the way you have done it now and you being there continuously and not passing it down is destroying that legacy. Mm. And you're the only example. So being the only example, if you mess it up, people are going to be like, no, we're not going to do land distribution because, because look at what, what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to our issue, like I get lost sometimes. <laughs> going back to the issue, the issue of accents and, and I, I never believe in the way a person speaks as opposed to what they have to say. Mm. And, you know, when I noticed, I mean, you know, we went to St. John's College, then we went to a school in Alex. 
And so for me, everyone, people got very emotional. I didn't. Why? Because people were looking at um, um, what do you call them? Material yeah. um, uh, differentiations. Like, yes, you know, the, yes. Say, okay, these guys have all this, they have plush gardens and stuff. But I'm like, I don't really care about that. What is being produced? In this You know what I mean So you could be in a little hut Somewhere in the village You know what I mean But what is coming out of that hut Because it's about content At the end of the day It's about what you do And, and not how you look Or how you sound mm. And I think that's very important I'm really looking forward To seeing um, the confidence levels Because I think This whole accent thing Is a terrible it, it just shows that There's a lot of unlearning That still needs to be done Absolutely You know there's Absolutely. so much Unlearning in Africa Like oh why do you speak like that <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I, My colleagues back at Gibbs JD Itumeleng Shout outs to you guys <laughs> Always like Oh Mbumi You seem to like Some days you sound You know And I, I realize I also you, We put it on sometimes Because yeah. we You know Because it's South Africa is a very complex space mm-hmm. And you know You navigate different Environments And sometimes you tend to do this whole, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it it's natural. Be, it, attempt, it can yeah. be a survival kind of <laughs> yeah, right? mechanism. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier, I can't take a taxi today. In if I of, yeah, God exactly, forbid, yeah. you know. Yeah, God forbid. And, yeah. and so maybe if you did, you would be like, hey, I'm gonna try sound Zulu today uh, and yeah, stuff. So yeah. um, I can get where yeah. it's coming from sometimes, but it's and and I I, I don't mean t- that people should you know be fake. Yeah. If you speak the way you speak, then it's all good. Speak the way you speak. But I don't think people should be judged based on the way they speak. Mm. You know, mm. Just because you have, you know, a British twang or a French twang or because you can say <laughs> filet mignon, right? Filet mignon. You know, like I would have been there until I heard it on TV. I would have been like, can I get the filet mignon? <laughs> But I mean, that's what I mean, is that? You know what I mean? But take someone from France, bring them here, and ask them to pronounce Chisanyama. Exactly. You know, we'll, be, we'll be giving them props for mispronouncing it, mm-hmm. but then I, I'm looked down upon for mispronouncing. I'm not French, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so I don't think my base, basically what I'm saying is like, let's not judge each other based on the way we speak, but the content that we produced. Yeah. And at times, sometimes we even don't listen to people who have that twang because our assumption is they're trying to be fake. Mm. But that's just who they are. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah, yeah. So I'm, and, and those are the things I'm, I'm really looking forward to those. The smaller, yeah, the smaller <laughs> social variances amongst children because it's very important, especially in Africa. Mm. I've seen it so much, especially in South Africa. Yeah. You know, your, your accent is like, okay, oh, that's how you speak hey, did you go to a model c school <laughs> i mean when, yeah, when, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy i mean it's, it's it's a beautiful initiative um where do you see where do you guys see it going sure there's no end to this the, the vision like you know the vision really is to to keep doing this um it's so so pivotal to the growth of south africa mm-hmm. and to Active citizenry to building this country. Young people, we need more investment into young people. They are going to be the future leaders of this country. Mm-hmm. And so, if we don't get it right at the bottom, and you know, much earlier, then we're going to be sitting with yeah, with what's kind of like going on right now. So we need to really, really invest in young people and develop them and make them critically think, creatively, is there any, critically out of the box. Is there any thinking. advocacy that you guys are involved in in terms of having the government work a little more in terms? terms of uh, bridging the gap in terms of these variances? <laughs> hmm. I suppose... Because I will say there were like major differences between the schools. And I understand that's a private school. They pay way more school fees. But there are certain basics that you still do want to see. Hmm. You know, in certain areas. And I think advocacy is very important. But why are you guys trying to stay politically correct? <laughs> Gibbs. You, I'm putting you on the spot. You're huh? putting me on the spot here. I'm like <laughs> they didn't warn you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how do I come back from this? But look, um, I think it's 
We know that there are issues within South Africa and look, government needs to do a whole lot more when it comes to actually doing that. And I think in some respects, through some of the work that we do at the Center for Leadership and Dialogue and the Enterprise Development. So we've got a, a beautiful program called the SCP program mm-hmm. where we develop social entrepreneurs. And some of them are actually venturing into the space, filling up the gaps mm-hmm. where government is actually failing to do so. And I think the other thing that we need to be aware of, we can't just say government only. Yes. What are we doing yeah. as citizens where yes. we are? Don't ask and what your government can do for you. Ask you what know, you can do for your um, country. And so yeah. through maybe through some of those program, programs as well, besides the youth, we're saying to entrepreneurs and people with other creative ideas, what can we do as a country, as civil society, as just ordinary citizens? What can we really, how can we take this democracy and make it work for us? And where can we fill the gaps? And so it's it's always beautiful to see. I mean, you know, in a couple of weeks, it's going to be the, the Global Entrepreneurship Week. Okay. Entrepreneurship Week. Oh, mm-hmm. good Lord. Um, <laughs> I do it all the time. No way, I do it all the time. And, and it's, it's just about that conversation. What can ordinary people, and people have brilliant, innovative mm-hmm. ideas to actually fill in these gaps yeah, yeah. in education. We know education is a big problem in South and, Africa. And speaking of education, yeah. um, how was the budget split this year? I didn't listen to the budget speech. Um, I was busy dodging oh, xenophobia. Don't ask me. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> <laughs> but usually, I mean, South Africa is very weird in a good way because usually um, the highest amount is given to education. Oh, yeah. I heard. I heard that somewhere. Is that true, Palisa? Do you want to Google it? Oh, please do, buddy. I don't want to misquote anything here. I actually didn't. I because missed the I think, speech. I think if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, South African budgets have over the past couple of years a large amount of the national budget has been going to education, mm-hmm. which is very rare because with most countries it goes to it goes to defense. Oh, yeah, well, especially the U.S. They need Phew. to defend themselves, especially now. Chai. Jane, Donald, Donald Trump. <laughs> Chai. <laughs> I had to say, Jane. So we have um, uh, one of our colleagues here at at Cliff Central, Jane, uh, my, my 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 first wife, <laughs> and she kept saying Donald Crump instead of Donald Trump. So we've just changed his name. I hope he can Crump. Okay, Paulie. So we're looking. <laughs> is, there, is there a breakdown? Okay, so we'll do it. We'll do it after this segment, and then we'll just see. But I mean, it would be important. It's 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 amazing that you know you guys are doing this. Thank you so much for having me on the program. I'm going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? And, and one thing that you guys did emphasize is that it's not about you. Yeah. And um, as a radio host, a, a lot tends to be about us. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to get into a space where it's not about me and a lot of engagement and listening because we just speak to people. You know, I never even give out the WhatsApp number because I'm like, no, we, I really don't want to hear what you have to say right now. Y'all just need to listen. Y'all can talk amongst each other about what y'all have to say. Uh, but no, uh, do you want to give out any contact details if people you know want to get in touch, especially the sponsors? Hello, all other sponsors. If you guys want to, you know, um, get in touch with the um, Spirit of Youth yes. program at the Center of Leadership and Dialogue at Gibbs. Yes, absolutely. Um, they can go to our website, which is www.gibbs.co.za, and look out for the Spirit of, of Youth program. And yeah, sponsorship would be much appreciated because we need to invest in the youth. Very true. Um, and so yeah, that would be absolutely great. And and of course, if you guys want to come out and actually be a facilitator as well, it's closed for this year, of course. But mm-hmm. um, that's the other thing. So we do actually run a parallel program, um, as you said earlier. It's for the young people as well as the young professionals like yourselves okay. who are volunteering to actually do this process. So you'll see, you actually also go through the same process, similar to what the young people are going through. As you are facilitating okay, the program, so okay, thank you. <laughs> and so we're actually building two pillars at the same time: young people, young professionals, and 
again, it's it's about that transition. We're creating also the space for exactly. young people to actually get to see the transition between high school well, and, and professional and life. Yes, yes. And it, it, it's 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 almost like it's mini important. mentorship. I, wish I had it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like a mini yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it's it's interesting to see that. Um, although I'm sure you've been actually given the whole spectrum of the lines that have to be clear in terms of how you engage with the yes, young people, yes. but when you have them there, there's so much that they can draw from you, and so there's mm. so much that you you can draw from them. Yeah. And so the you know the mentorship can continue outside if they mm. wish. If they and wish, at yeah. least they've got that thing to say. I know so and so, and if I need this, yeah. th- he's a professional. I can perhaps maybe carry this forth and, and that's, ask him. And that's very very it's important a, because there is a lack of role models on the is, continent right now. Is. You know, like and so, just someone to say I look up to that person and I can actually go to them for and advice. Access them. So you know? yeah, yeah. So it's in that sense, it's beautiful to get young professionals also giving off their time. It's it's really in the spirit of how do we build South Africa? How do we give more of ourselves? And I applaud you for giving your time because it's thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's, yeah, it's a volunteer um, situation. It's not that uh, you're gonna get paid here. Yeah, no, we know. I wish you would at least reimburse re- uh, the the taxis. <laughs> and just keep us safe. Maybe some security would be good as well, <laughs> considering the circumstances now. <laughs> now, thank you so much, Nompumlelo. Um, and that was Nompumlelo uh, from Gibbs, uh, representing the Spirit of Youth um, program, which I'm going to be a part of. Hoorah! Hoorah! Um, a friend of mine has... So when I was on holiday for my birthday in Pumalanga, uh, I went with a friend of mine, a good friend of mine called Timula. Uh, amazing artist. And Timula played, he played his latest track for me, which he just continues to like postpone in terms of releasing it. So I sent him a message five minutes ago. I'm like, well, you made the mistake of giving me the song. So I'm going to leak it on radio today. Um, shout out to Timula. The song is called Sexy Lady by Timula featuring a dude called Emmy Jeezy. Uh, not Emmy G, Emmy Jeezy. Uh, and yo, now you can hit us up on WhatsApp and tell us, you know, whether you think it's a banger. I know it's a banger. Timula, sorry, bro. I warned you. <laughs> Palizzo, let's go. <laughs> No matter where you are from Africa, you definitely can relate to that music. The Americans did well. Eddie Murphy, shout out to you, man. Coming down to Africa, you know, well, it's actually what coming coming to America. And they didn't even shoot any scenes in Africa, you know what I mean? And they had elephants walking in people's yards like, hey, this is what it's probably like in, in Africa. Uh, the show is No Borders, your boy KF. We had a special guest from Gibbs from the Spirit of Youth uh, program. Some awesome stuff. Very educational stuff. Very motivating. Very inspirational. I think, you know, one thing I hate is how every day, I mean, I grew up and people are like, you're the future, you're the future. You're 45 and people are still saying you're the future. I'm like, okay, when do I become the present? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I've got, I've actually got the future of Cliff Central on, on the show right now. Palace, what's going on with my mic? It keeps dropping. What are you doing yeah. with the mic? Like, know, just, Greg, <laughs> you visit just bamba bambing the yeah, mic. I shouldn't when I, yeah. because things it's happen. I cannot fine. afford to fix these things. Does it have, do you have insurance? These things for are insured, me. For me, not, yeah. not for us. Oh, okay. What do you mean? When you said us, what do you mean? Like us as us, you and I? 
No. Well, <laughs> she did not. Hey, so you guys, I remember during the holidays, you guys had, um, you guys had a show. Yeah, the Wokers woke show in the building. You, cool. you, you're made for radio, for real though. Thank you. You've got that arrogance, that cockiness. Oh, I don't like that. Take that back. No, it's in a good way. You know, you're like, you know, you all better listen to good. me. Okay. Two woke girls. I think you guys should continue with with the show. Please tell Rina that. Tell uh, Gareth that. Thank you very much. It was. I mean, I, it's okay. I, I I don't mean like it's one of the shows that I actually used to enjoy. Like I used to listen to it everywhere, especially the taxi conversation with Felicity. Oh. That was yeah. That was that was very intriguing. Did you enjoy the conversation, or did you just enjoy the fact that Felicity was on the show? Hey, yo, can we not get into you no? Know, huh? I enjoyed the conversation. The conversation was dope. Really though, you're gonna put me on the spot on radio. Come on now, fam. Yes. I, this, I knew this was a mistake, but you see. <laughs> For the first time And people know I love Malawi But I gotta call Malawi out Every now and then mm-hmm. We were supposed to have A Malawian on the show Oh okay Tay Grin right mm-hmm. And we're like Okay finally let's get them To speak on behalf of themselves You know give us But hey when it's quarter to two The show ends at two o'clock I think People are about to go back you know, to work when you were Doing the whole communication I think you were supposed to tell them That the show starts at one yeah, I, I always tell people it starts at one, but be here by twelve forty-five. <laughs> like I, I mean, because like, I know black people time. Even though you, you're only going to be on like thirty minutes later. Exactly. Tell be here by yeah twelve forty-five. Yeah. Okay. But unfortunately, you know, probably you know, ran into fish or rice somewhere. That rice issue. <laughs> so the two workers. Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys, being South Africans, candidly speaking, no one can see you. I haven't mentioned names I just said the two woke girls You've been mentioning my name Since we started the you, show But you just gave yourself up People probably didn't know It was you <laughs> Right oh, Now so they know I'm, it's Palace right? so, so I can oh, but like, And you're all over Twitter Oh you know, yeah. And I see the comments That are jumping in You know these dudes You know trying to uh, I mean They slide like, in the DM They trying to do the whole Hashtag we met on Twitter And bye <laughs> That's not gonna work No <laughs> Are any of them uh, uh, The Recipients of xenophobia Are any of them foreigners? Um, no I've, It's only It's only South African dudes That have been Hey, you know They're afraid when it's, it's hard on these streets These days But anyway So what do you guys Candidly speaking What have been your Personal interactions neg- Like negative interactions With um, With foreigners? Don't be afraid You see don't, <laughs> don't be throwing your hands around I mean guys You know we, we can't run away From the fact that the People have had bad experiences yeah. yes. With foreigners And we just want You know We want to um, have the conversation out there Let's hear both sides of the story Okay I think I should start <laughs> off um, Going back to the taxi conversations mm-hmm. So we did a podcast About taxi conversations And I think What happens in taxis Is that if you cannot Speak the language Which is Zulu Most of the time yes. Taxi drivers Ignore you Like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you get treated very bad. I mean, you could be in the taxi and, and I've, I've, we've had African brothers come in and be like, okay, I'm going to this place. Do you know where it is? Mm. And literally they'd be treated like they are not human at all. Yeah. Um, they'd be like, mm, they'd just snub them. And then comments are made about them in the taxi. Yeah, because they don't understand. They don't like. Yes, and you're just like, oh my gosh, like wow. what's going on? And South Africans just be like, they'll be talking in Zulu or their home language. And you just you because I'm South African, I can hear what's going on, and you just like, but guys, this person's also human, right? You know, what I mean? you know. Like, and instead of saying this is the place where you're getting off, they'll just be like, the car would stop, and then they'll be like, yeah, see. yeah, like yeah, like that <laughs> person who wants yeah. it didn't, didn't, like as if you know where like you're supposed you're going, to get off. Yeah. They don't say, okay, you asked for this place here, it is turn left. They're like, no, you, why haven't you gotten off? I'll drive off right now, and that's I think that's the kind of. Um, what I've seen on a daily, because I take public transport, like 
public transport taxi drivers. Woo, yeah, sham. Yeah. You got to invest in the how train, man. I, I mean, yeah, honestly. How train, it's how about, bus, 24-7, yeah. yeah well, no, 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 I'm not saying you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as a foreigner. You no, can. but like also, we can't say foreigners now need to take um, the how train just because they're scared of of using public transport. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If... If you're in the country when let's say let's take you for example, you are legal in this country. Yeah. You are here legally. So we can't say just because um KF is here and he's a foreigner, then now he needs to run away from the fact that he's scared of of people or, or what they're gonna say to him yeah. in a public or transport. Do. You need to be free. Yeah. You are free and you are here legally, you sign papers, you have documents. So now you we can't be treating you funny and we don't know the story. We don't know why you're here, number yeah. one. Yes. But where does it where do you think it comes from? I um, think apartheid number one. Um I think that we have no. uh, well I'm just for me personally, I've seen it as because of apartheid and we've been so oppressed as black people that we also when we see other black people flourishing, it, it makes us insecure and it makes us and it's like, Oh well you're flourishing in our land yeah, but yeah. you're not from here initially yeah. and I'm still struggling. I can't make as much as you're making. I can't do what you're doing or I'm not as brave to pursue what you're pursuing and a lot of people it makes them insecure. So um when you are insecure you tend to like just lash out when people are trying to help or you tend to put the blame on other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so apartheid played a, a big role in that. But I also think as Black people We have these superstitions And our cultures And we're just Not inviting You know We always close off people um, For the longest of time um, There was this uh, Rivalry between Zulus and Kwasas And you know I think it's still there In the end Yeah <laughs> But wow. it's, it's just like Something that goes Way back And you're just like You know Zulu people Would look down On Kwasa people Vice versa And it's, it's like A big thing In the black community That if a man marries A Kwasa woman Or vice versa It's like mm, I've been warned against mm. Kosa women though. Like, like, mm, you see they what my brother, like, but you see what I mean? So it's culture and apartheid, I think. Yeah. Do you think this was present Palisa no. before apartheid? For me, do you think there were tri- tribal issues in South Africa before no, apartheid? I, maybe. Like, like, I mean, I'm talking about tribal, like the way it's tribal now. They've always yeah. been tribal issues. Yeah. Like, you know, but it wasn't because anyone looked down upon the other. It was maybe because we want to exploit your tribe. Maybe you guys have more cows And then we're coming to raid you Or something of the nature Honestly I don't do history mm-hmm. So I wouldn't Like I stand to be corrected But with me I disagree with you With the apartheid thing Because with the apartheid thing The South Africans Who were Who were victimized Whatever mm-hmm. Went to Zimbabwe For example yeah. And they hit there yeah. And then Some went to Botswana Others went to Like yeah. to yeah. other African culture uh, Other African countries, countries yeah. To We a lot to of be, people To yeah. be safe there So for me I feel like it's the new generation Who are doing all of this Because if you take Your your your, your Julius Malema He He understands um, the political history and what we yes. went through, and, and he, he is welcoming to to people from outside. With us, it's different. We don't want to accept them because yeah. one, we are lazy. We want handouts. We want this. We want that. So if wow, KF, this is prolific. Valisa. If KF from Zimbabwe comes Morocco, to Morocco, oh, if KF from Morocco comes <laughs> to South Africa, he's doing better than me. I'm jealous. Because I feel like I am South African And I want to I to, should to, be there that, that, Yes, I, that I deserve it just, yeah, And, yeah, I, and yeah, you yeah. don't wait, wait, wait <laughs> I, I let you So, so The I, two I, work girls just took over the show So, I just, so I just feel like for us it's, it's, It happened with the generation After the, the apartheid generation Because those people are, are slowly 
getting out of um, 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 Parliament or getting out of the, the, whole, the whole history thing. Yeah. We coming in, and we, with us coming in, we feel like we want a lot of things. Everything belongs to us. These people need to get out. And what we don't understand is that people from outside are, are one, they're very talented. Two, they're hardworking, and and they go for what they want. We're adding value to the exactly. country itself. Exactly. You know and I mean? with us, we just we we, we want. And I pay my taxes. I wish I couldn't. You, oh, yeah. We don't pay taxes. <laughs> we run away from taxes. We don't work hard. Um, my mom would be, for example, me. My mom was a nurse. I'll say because my mom was a nurse, I deserve one, two, three. Mm. Without realizing that people from outside, they had to struggle to get where they are. We need to just give them a chance to come to a better country and develop themselves. Mm. That's all it is. I don't get why we need to kill each yeah, other. Yeah. We are Africans. Can we just live with each other? If a white person from France will come in the in the country, it would be like, eh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, this yeah, person is here, white, yeah. so we accept this person. But is that but not if, because of apartheid? If it's see, not, if, wait, if, if, if it question. was, if it was because of apartheid, then Mandela wouldn't have went. No, Tabombeki um, <laughs> wouldn't have went to 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 Zimbabwe and 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 but, with his family because he yes. took his wife. They went that side. Then they went to London. Then they lived there But they started where? In Zimbabwe yeah. That's when all the young people Who also were in the apartheid Went to Zimbabwe And they were welcomed in Zimbabwe okay. I've got to say shout out Shout out to Julius Malema Because he's, he's been very vocal In terms of uh, the no to xenophobia yeah. movement yes. you know, He's been very vocal And he understands I mean just as a politician As a public figure he speaks a lot of good And yes. he's, he is promoting yes. Pan-Africanism yeah. Even more than the ANC and, and, and exactly. the DA yes. And they call him radical Which yeah. is kind of weird you know? But Sipu, yes. I can see you yes. you're, you're dying right now I've You're burning wanting, I've been wanting to interject What Balasa said in the beginning I, uh, I, I agree with her to an extent mm. um, I feel like we as I, sh- I can tell you're educated that's how, <laughs> I, that's, that's how someone objects to you In an educated manner I agree with you to an extent <laughs> um, Because we as like the current generations What I learned and what I know Is not just from school But it's also from my grandmother mm. And how she feels about people from outside um, The term Kwarekwere has been here for centuries I, and use, years. It, I use it all the time so, and, 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 and it's not, Yes, you see what I mean yeah. It's not something where um, It's just come about in the last 50 years In the last It's been here for years I, We as South Africans And I think this is the problem That we as South Africans have no problem trying to say You know what, I need help me run off to Ghana mm-hmm. and people accept us in Ghana. But we as South Africans are not accepting of our Ghana brothers to come here because then we're like, ah, but we're still struggling and in 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 what not what not. And that's the problem. And I think it, it comes from literally apartheid when being so, lazy. Not this, <laughs> yes, laziness. But when you were I mean, if you were staying in a particular place and someone just one day came and took it and you had to stay in the townships, you don't trust anyone, you don't trust anything. And the next minute someone comes and says, no, I'm here for work. You're going to be like, what? What's wrong with you? Like, yeah, go yeah. do it in your own home place. Go go do it there because you have a question. Question from, 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 from uh, a Moroccan brother. Do you guys think that if all the foreigners were to leave South Africa, Mm-hmm. Let's not say all of them Because that's okay. impossible Let's say 50% Of the fully employed um, Foreigners in South Africa To leave Do you think that would Open up more opportunities For no. local No right? I have it, no. Would, it would just open up it's just, Career junction I have a question To, yeah. to the I UK and, and I have a and question France. For Simpiwe Okay mm. 
with you saying it was because of apartheid, right? And what we learned from our parents. Wait, like, my question. Okay, you know, you, okay listen, carry on. My question is, if you say this Palace was you're maybe, a bully, but okay. No. You're a bully. If but this, okay, let's go. I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> if this <laughs> is because of apartheid, for example, like as you're saying, yes. then... Um, and then you're saying because these people are foreigners, they're from this country and they're taking like no, b- because we yes. we are not developed enough, so they can come into our country and and well settle down, take yes. then work and whatnot and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Why are we accepting to a white man who is from England who comes to our country who opens a business? But those people are the same people who took our land. Yeah. Okay. But we are very accepting to the them. Point. This person the is African and is working and, then, and is not taking our land. He just wants a piece of share from what they give. They gave and us I in the past. That question. But you know, and, and you simple, know I want to ask that question. Let me just ask that so we can okay. ask all of them twice. Because we spoke about this with Nompumulelo before. Yeah. And we said, okay. So it's funny how the whole of African Twitter is out there talking about Donald Trump, Donald Trump, yeah. Donald Trump. He wants to deport all the illegal immigrants. He wants to deport all people from blah, blah, blah. And we're like, no, he can't do that. People but need to make a living. Yeah. But that's exactly what y'all doing exactly. at home. Yeah. It's, it's ironic. It's and it's, you're, 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 yes, it's, it's very hypocritical. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is. Um, I love the point. Um, the question um, that Belissa asked me is when a white man or a white person from Europe, from wherever, wants to come that in. That goes and back to uh, apartheid. Uh, yes, think, yeah. it goes mm. back to this whole thing where we have kind of been subjected to think that white people are superior to us and that they can have whatever they want. If they want the land, shop. Wherever you come from, you can get it. But you, as my fellow brother, who we've been in the struggle for 450 years, I'm sorry, you can't prosper because I'm not prospering. That's the mentality you that... You're going back to my point, No, right? but I'm saying it all developed you know from but, apartheid. But as, as a foreigner, I do think that there's one thing that I would want to say is that, you know... When you move to a foreign country, at least abide by the laws of that country. First yes. and foremost, right? Like, yes. I mean, yeah. this is all to, to all my foreigners. I'm not, I'm not taking away from the fact that you don't kill people, you don't burn people alive, you don't torture or beat up people, right? Don't give us drugs. But, but let's not give them a reason to in the first place, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you have to adapt to situations. Yes. You know, there's no point in saying, no, you can't do that. I mean, adapt. At least try and adapt, mm. try and survive. Yeah. First of all, let's not, let's not give them a reason to. Let's not be criminals. Let's not. Mm. And secondly, yes. you know what? I think the whole point as Africans of us, the same way South Africans moved to Zimbabwe and moved to Namibia and Botswana Mm. during the liberation struggle, you know, fighting apartheid, they moved there for a certain period of time to gain something so that they could, you know, like build back home. And that's what most people need to do. We're in South Africa for a certain period of time. And then go back So home. that we gain What we need to gain Right And then yeah. we go back And we establish Our own countries When you move Out of your country And then you're In another country For like 15 years but that's And then you're now Trying to get us. a Permanent residence and But you're not Actively You're not actively Working towards Going back home I think that's a problem Personally my, my I mean I've, I've been all over the world And personally What I want to do Is I'm trying to gain As much knowledge As much connections As many connections As many pillars So that one day I can move back home and give a shout out to Palisa, like, hey, Palisa, I want to open a radio station back home. Come through. Um, come through, help us with this, this, and that. And yeah. then, you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's the whole point of traveling. I hear you. Yeah. I hear I mean, you. Which is the truth. <clears throat> I agree with you right over there. Preach. Two old girls, Palis 
saying simply, man, y'all were amazing. Oh, John, even not though, you know my name. Even though, even though you took over the show, uh, just to show solidarity, Timula, I forgot the name of this song, but he also, like, Timula played so much music for me. I mean, I think you're sleeping on stuff, Timula. Uh, he, play, he probably did this song like five years ago with a South African artist. I forgot her name. Um, but we're going to close the show off. It's No Borders every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. It's your boy KF, uh, The Immigrants. Thank you to the two work girls, Simpu and Palisa. See y'all. No, log in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Round it out. No borders. Cliffcentral.com.